No, there we go. Okay, so um, hello everyone and welcome to podcast 28. Yep. And we're sat just out of the sun here. Very, very nice morning in sunny Devon. Yep. Uh, just been around a five a mile walk with... A five the, a mile? Well, I was... <laughs> I got I got halfway through the sentence and changed my mind as to how I was going to construct it. Oh, did you? But it was good of you not to point that out. Um, oh, dear. So, five-mile walk with the donkeys. They were great. Stopped for some grass at the end. Uh, so, yep, all's good with the world in donkey world, I think. Okay. They'll be recovering today, won't they? <laughs> so I don't think they need to. We'll try and uh, ascertain exactly what sort of exercise they've done a little bit exercise. later. Exercise? You're on top form today, aren't you? <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I think I'm just tired. <laughs> oh, dear. Any, anyway, so we'll, we'll plow on, yeah, okay. as we normally do. And uh, I, I won't explain what we're going to talk about we're today. We're going to talk about exercise for longevity. Yes. So and and bearing in mind that my there's it's health and fitness are not the same thing. You can be fit and not very healthy. If you want to be, if you want to live a long time healthily, you have to put fitness in a context of providing that goal, working towards that goal. Yeah. Yes, and 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 uh, so I would suggest that this information has been coming around over the last two, three, four years as various um, big noises. I think yeah. So I think maybe ten years ago, a oh, hit right. workout sort of came on the scene, didn't it? So I think I, I don't think many people don't know about a hit workout, but in true style, people will go and do a spin class and think that's a hit workout. Because they're told it is, yeah, yeah. But they so, don't. You don't really understand what a so, so hit is. That's or should one. A, be. That's one aspect of it. But the other side, which I was probably thinking about, is the damage. And I say damage that excessive cardio will do yeah, not I, only to your health, but maybe to your body. And it certainly won't make you live longer. No, but that. So what I mean. Okay. So what I mean is that people kind of, sort of know that, which is why the hit thing. I mean, and I think maybe people like Michael Mosley doing that, like where he took the, like that's on the BBC, you know, the, the reverence for the BBC. So it was on the BBC, it must be right. And he took the took the people and they did like an hour's cardio three or four times a, de a week. And then they did the people that like, they went on an exercise bike for two minutes th in the week. Yep. And they had the same And And that worked because advantage. it wasn't a spin class lasting an hour. It was a very prescribed flat out, two minutes but what so what yes yeah, so, but but people then misinterpret that and so there's two groups yeah, so of people they, they, there's so, two groups of people that think they can just get away with doing something like really energetic for two minutes a week and, uh, and we and would it, say that there is good benefit in that yeah and then there's and then there's the other people that and, and they other think that, that they're fine and then there's the other people that will just go flat out cardio and I think, unfortunately, the trouble with flat-out cardio is that it's addictive. So let's possibly well, so redefine that the, the flat-out cardio. That that is where you're you're running five miles, ten miles, maybe fifteen miles on a Sunday morning. You're probably not flat out in terms of you probably could run that little tiny bit 
faster especially if you were in a race or a half yeah. marathon or something but basically you're you're running as fast as you Pounding can the pavement yeah and and you're at 99 or 95 or 90 percent effort and and you get back very very tired and so um yeah that that's that's what we would call flat out cardio yeah. whereas we, i'm sure we'll talk about um you know you know um a, a much lower level of cardio where you're keeping your heart rate at 180 minus your age or or whatever you you know whatever measure you want to put to that and that is that's we we would suggest that that's massively better for you both in terms of what you're doing to your body and your health and your longevity yeah. so so if we go start at the beginning then Good. out of the out of the same the, the uh, diet paradigm of calories in, calories out. Yes. Came the exercise paradigm of no pain, no gain. Uh, feel the burn. Uh, DOMS is good for you. Or, Explain what DOMS is. Delayed onset muscle stress. That's strain. when the, the day after or the second yeah, day after. Sore, your muscles everything's are sore. very sore. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, so you know, the harder you go at it the better it is and of course on top of all of that you're burning calories so you're going to lose weight well you know we can put that in the bin as uh as we have with the the diet and say it's a load of bollocks because yeah. it is a load of bollocks you you know eventually and i don't think it takes that long i, I would say if you so if you're going to go out and you're going to pound the streets every day bless you okay you will it will be very quick that your metabolism will sort itself out so that it doesn't burn itself out and so you stop the, the calories in calories out very quickly becomes obsolete you know if you so that chap that did the book burn he went out and looked at the hadza thinking absolutely that their metabolism would be like on fire and and that's you know they that do all this they're constantly moving but their metabolism slows down because they're moving all the time that's it. It's so. Yeah, so we perhaps, you can't, perhaps you, need to you explain. You can't fool your metabolism. No, and the metabolism is geared up to make sure you don't run out of energy. And so I think that the, it's the part big of thing, your homeostasis. Yes. So the big thing would be that if you're putting in this extra energy, pound in the streets for all of the rest of the day, your metabolism will slow. Yeah. Because otherwise, it would run out of energy. It, it's very, very clever. Yeah. Like ridiculously and, been, I mean, and, and all of these things, they've been around for a long time. So you're talking about Doug McGuff and his um, Body by Science and uh, Phil Maffetone. Um, oh, Maffetone, yeah. And the Maffetone training. You know, one. these people have been there for a long yeah. time in this space. And they've been training Olympic athletes for a long time. But you don't really hear about them. You don't hear about that. We, you know, if you think about Usain Bolt, that everybody would say he's lazy or whatever it is, because he knew all he had to do was, like I say, all he had to do, he, hundred meters, that, you know, and he could do it fast. If you put in energy around that, that is, that is, gonna make that time slower. Why would you do it? So yeah, he was that think... classic example. And I think we can explain now that, that and, and I think this is fairly well documented, that very often uh, sprinters in particular will put in their PBs, mm -hmm. their very best times when they've been laid off. Yeah. So they have been, they've been forced to not train at all, maybe, because of the, you know, the type of in, uh, injury they've got. They come back onto the track for a meet and suddenly they're that little bit quicker because yeah. 
all their reserves are all absolutely yeah, filled so, right up because they've been sat on their ass. So the first time we this came into to, to my sphere for coaching was uh, obviously I'm a primal health coach, so uh, you know that's Mark Sisson. And he would talk about, there's a very, very good book. If you love your exercise and you, you, you are, you know, you're addicted to endurance, I cannot recommend highly enough um, Primal Endurance, the book, because it will show you how to meld those two worlds as best as you possibly can for longevity and endurance training. Um, so it's a really, really good book. But his whole thing was he got injured. So we can talk about that in a minute. But basically he was, a, he was an Olympic marathon runner. Um, and he got injured and he realized he couldn't like like do do it anymore um so basically stopped and would go and watch these people on the track and think well hang on a minute they're just like they're going around the track once and then they're just chatting and they're not doing anything else and they're like they're really chill what's going on here and at the same time became a, a coach and was constant daily movement but none of the none of the intense training and he was getting faster times when he did go out and train and he couldn't so he took a step back and and looked at all this research that was going on um and so came to this this realization and he so so talking of him he actually has a heart valve issue um, because of all the overtraining that he did. Overtraining, strain the heart. So, and today we're talking about, so we're not talking about, so for instance, two of the boys, they've, they're off in the gym at the moment, feeling the pump because, you know, they're uh, very early 20s, late teens. They love it. They don't have to worry about this stuff. What they have to worry about is injury. That's like, so So the thing that will stop them training is not being tired because they really, so they just seem to push through that at this age. It's not even an issue, is it? But, you know, uh, Arthur's got a bit, he's overdone something. He's got a bit of a wrist thing. So we're BPC 157ing that one. Seems to be working out quite well. Um, but they'll go off, they'll do it maybe twice a day. Um, and they love it. They absolutely love it. But that is, that's the endorphin thing, obviously. But that's fine because they're young enough and if they don't get injured they can carry on doing it but what we're talking about today is very definitely when you hit like i think 50 is probably is that the tip over i'm gonna say it seems to be in the space and the people that i listen to and the research that i look at and i think probably particularly for women because obviously that's um classic perimenopause menopause age that like biologically 50 seems to be this tip over into you need to start concentrating on exercising for longevity rather than trying to go out and do... And we're talking about normal people here. Let's get that right as well. We're talking about just being the best, like thriving. How do you thrive? How do you get that longevity? And you can't do it with the classic exercise paradigm. It's just not going to happen. So... How are we going to tackle this thing? Because we we, you know, we can tell from the way we started. I'm sure people can tell that we, you know we're, we're quite um, uh, we're quite animated on this subject. Uh, so how are we going to well, uh, break it down? This here. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Are you do you think we've done enough about well, you the old about, paradigm? I don't. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, 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 maybe I'll, I'll. You tell your history from when you so, were a diver and a and played yeah, the Devon hockey go. and what. Well, <laughs> 
So there's a bit of, bit of a family joke going on here. But so anyway, we, suddenly, we're, we're gonna... it turns out he's a fantastic 10-metre diver. I mean, you know, who knew? Fantastic. No, so that's, <laughs> this is the way, unfortunately, it's best just to keep your mouth shut here. So I happen to mention that I'd... Jumped had, off a 10-metre board. I jump off a 10-metre board as Not part of my sea diving. survival course. Yes, but many way, years ago. The way that you phrased it, love. I don't think so. I think <laughs> you, you were looking. Lost. You were definitely looking for, uh, to, uh, for to to try and bring something. And out ages that I didn't ago, say. I'd go years ago now, wasn't it? You, it was the Devon Hockey. The Devon apparently played for De captain I of the Devon not Hockey. Dev play the Devon Hockey. I went for trials and <laughs> didn't get in. So there. Um, so returning now to where where we were. So I have in the past as a very uh, mediocre but very keen uh, athlete we'll say athlete I think we're a load athlete yeah okay I'll give you that yeah just about amateur so, athlete very amateur <laughs> so not a club runner not anything like that but I did for a well, while you did hash in, didn't you you did hash running I used to do that yeah but you, 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 I used to enjoy my triathlons in yep. the 40s early yep. 40s uh, particularly enjoyed the bike riding aspect of it um, and I also discovered that if you're in real water um, you know, there's glug, not glug, many glug. people can swim very well uh, in 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 sea conditions. So you've also or rough got a bad you, your shoulder. You've got a bad shoulder because you, when you were rowing, you had really strong shoulders. The, you've got muscle atrophy. So you've basically got a hole in your shoulder blade, or not your shoulder blade, well, but your shoulder. A bit of a lack of and so there, you no. have to do. Yeah, you have, have to do, do breaststroke breast whenever However, you're around you. There isn't. That, you know, like I say, uh, depending on how rough the conditions are, that's 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 not that much of a handicap. Sometimes <laughs> it would be in a swimming pool, but it's not in the sea. Um, anyway, you were good. At, I suppose the point is that you were good enough on the bike to make that time up. Yeah, so that was is, fine. Yeah. So, so you know, yeah. So I used to train a lot, and looking back, I used to overtrain. And, but you were so. So this is the the other strand of that is that you were addicted to it. I mean, you know. Yeah. You, and, like, and so I would go out of an rush. evening and do three or four or five miles because that and be really, really grumpy and not very nice to be around if you didn't. Yeah. So, yeah, used to train for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And, uh, you know, since since I got the the, the you know the dreaded COVID whammy and and my kidney disease, I've had to stop, and it's. It's, it has been really difficult. And uh, we're back at Park Run. I'm running Park Run every two or three weeks. It seems to work out. That, and that's just because other things happen, mostly the Saturday walk. And so I can't go. But, you know, I'm trying to edge my way over my 250 Park Runs so I can get the T-shirt and wear yeah. it next to Mary. Mary's the only one with the 250 at the moment in the Bubby gang. Um, but so, so I'm trying to do it, but I'm doing uh, 5k or three miles on a Saturday morning with no other running in, in that period. You know, I just don't run anymore, but I can still go down. I can enjoy the run. I'm about a minute, a mile slower. Uh, you know, that that's just where I am. And, and that seems to be quite consistent. I can run around and, and not be in that 99% cardio phase. So when I finish, because I'm, I'm, you know, there's no point in, in 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 trying to get any sort of PB or anything at the moment. So I run round, I enjoy it. I feel I could start the race again and go round again, which maybe one week I'll have to try just to prove to myself I can. But it's so difficult mentally 
to slow down and 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 be be able to run it and enjoy it and chat to people along the way and and chat to people at the start and finish, which is you know that that's you a lot of the part. You left before half past eight. Yeah, I know. I was the first down there, so I could have a bit of a chat because you know that, that the social part of it is is part of that. I think is part of the whole thing. And, and you talk to different people, and now I'm running slower. I you know I've got a different group that I tend to run with because however you do it you know you're normally with the same people week on week yeah and it's fascinating and i'm i still got this little voice at the back of your mind saying you've got to go out you've got to yeah. do more running you've got to get faster again and yeah. then you know you've got to stop i think and you've got to say to yourself why you know it'd be lovely to be finishing in the top 20 people or the top 30 people rather than the top you know halfway down the field or whatever it is overall it, it's probably not good for me and and so that whole thing of, of trying to like take that step back and you know you look at lots of the people that you know that we look up to like like your Mark Sissons like your Brad Kearns or whatever we listen to their podcasts um they virtually stop their running you know um even people like Ben Greenfield or whatever yeah pretty much oh, yeah, stop their in their all their endurance yeah. stuff because they've realized that long term heavy endurance and some of them were ultra marathon runners mm -hmm. not not even just you know well dude spelling is still does the uh endure like the ultra stuff but everything else he does around it is like dialed right 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 back mm. so that he can do that rather than the other way around so like it's like do you remember when we were doing the half marathons we did have those really strict training programs yeah, yeah you got to do two miles today and yeah. four miles I mean, tomorrow and eight look, miles looking the next back day. on it now we were just it was ridiculous i mean you'd never we'd never train like that now if we we're gonna in fact if we were going to do a half marathon we'd probably be better off doing it in two weeks time from now yeah. and we'd just get around and that would be it yeah so so it's it is massively difficult and and it, it's it's we I, I don't know whether we've been taught to do this or or why it's so deeply embedded in my brain, for instance, and I'm sure there's a lot of other runners and whatever out there, is, you know, this, this it, no pain, no gain, well, we, and the miles... You know, we've, over, and, we've overcome it on the food. I think we can overcome it on the exercise. I think mm. it just you just have to do... You just have to get that mental shift. And I think when you wake up and feel tired, I think for me it's slightly different. I mean, I think, obviously, your kidney disease has been a huge wake-up for you, mm. but not being able to get out of bed was... A, was the tipping mm. point for me and, and I think mm. you do probably I did it the right way around I started with the food started with the diet I mean I was running if you remember I was trying to run half marathons at that time I always remember when uh, granny was here when I was caring for her and I was just getting a bit better but I remember everybody being here the whole family cousins aunts uncles and she must have been at quite near the end then um and i was still going out trying to run the six seven miles to keep up with the training program and i was just so tired i know obviously that was a very stressful time as well but i just i would never want to feel like that day in day out again no and and so i think we've possibly woken up to it and going back to what you were saying about youngsters you know i think when you're in your teens and your 20s it, it it is a different world then you know your body's in a different place you can you can put it through a lot more grief and get away with it and and you probably not got the responsibilities and you're able to sleep 
a lot longer, especially on a Sunday morning or something and catch up. So, you know, it is different when you're, but I, I think we're talking probably for, you know, 40s, no, 50s, 60s. I think you have and, to start, I probably, have, you, I would think you have to start, if you want to do it, if you want, I mean, I'm probably, we're, oh, we're a little bit too late to the party maybe, but I think if you started understanding this and realising what you were doing in your 40s, you would be much better off. So going back to your chap who is still running his, his, his marathons or Dude. whatever, you know, you, you can make a decision that you still want to do it. Yep. And so, for instance, I'm keen to go and try some sprints up at Exeter Athletics. Yep. I've, I've always wanted to, ever since the kids were up there, 10 or whatever so years always, ago. always, is it? Well, always. No, no, sorry. That's not, you know, being pedantic. It's a goal. Okay. It was, it, it's, it's, it's a been, goal. It's been... Yeah, and it's been of an interest to me ever since I was watching the old boys up there doing their sprints yeah. while I was waiting for the little ones. And now you're an old boy. Only just, I think. Um, so, so that's that's where I'm going to try and go, and I will make a decision. I'll have to make a decision that the training and the going and the sprinting might not be a benefit to longevity. And uh, just like your, mm. you, you know, yeah. your, your marathon man will be making that decision yeah. if he's got any sense and yeah. if he and if he's well informed, and he'll say, right, I'm, he you know, is, I'm prepared to do yeah, two exactly. years or five years. Which is of where this. that primal endurance book would come in very handy, yeah. I would suggest. Yeah, and and so, you know, you you have to you have to be aware of the fact that a lot of the things you do in life have got a plus and minus in terms of maybe. You know, the other thing about longevity, you can walk out tomorrow and get run over by a bus, yep. you know, at which point nothing's mattered. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so I think with all these things, it's also remember that we talk about, you know, uh, people go, oh, but don't you miss? And you have to reach a, you going down this road, you will reach a stage where you don't. So if somebody says to me, but don't don't you miss your uh, I'm trying to think uh, uh, pudding? I don't know. Yeah, uh, no. And they look at you and go, oh, I couldn't do it because I would. And so just like just that, that stops being an issue. And no, mm. my food isn't boring. I like my food. I look forward to it. And so just like that with your diet, you do the same with your exercise. With your exercise. So, so for us, we've replaced uh, this cardio, this high-level cardio, with low-level cardio. So mirrors will go out maybe for a Maffetone run. I don't tend to do that because I've stopped running altogether, really, except for me, me sort of wow, which is me, me, me park run. Um, but definitely, Saturday morning walk, we all, you know, that that's low-level cardio, isn't it? Yeah. And we go out for three or four hours, and that's that's a big tick in my sort of mental box of yes, we've been out, you know, we've managed. We normally manage it without even thinking about it. In fact, we're going to rather controversially we're, we 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 had to rearrange it for this afternoon. So we're going out on a Sunday afternoon, which is, which is very unusual. Um, and so we we'll, you know this. we'll see we'll see how that goes. We are not creatures yeah. of habit and routine. We are creatures of habit and routine. No, we're not. We've got this. And and so yes, so we'll see we'll see how we feel after that. But um, yeah, it, it you know you you've got to you've got to you've got to balance this this yeah. desire for the endorphins and for and for you know mentally being being happy with yourself with with the damage that you can yeah. do. Yeah. So so just just like we'll probably finish off this little bit because we are rambling to say that uh, research has shown that your gym bunny that's going to the gym like for an hour and I don't know doing doing the 
uh, what's it called? But what sort of exercise well, would that like, be then? Like constant cardio for an hour. So whether right, so it's your spin on the, on class the, yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. overtraining on the weights or, or whatever the, on, it is. On those step their, things. Their, yeah. their, their biological markers are exactly the same as somebody that's never even bothered. If they're doing that and then they're not doing anything for the rest of the day, it's called active couch potato syndrome. And it's absolutely, there is no difference in terms of longevity. That is or health markers that that's quite incredible actually yeah. because yeah. so you reckon even up to an hour of exercise a day yeah. would still have no benefit if you're sat down for the rest of the day if you're absolutely sat down yeah. the rest of the day yeah. wow yeah active couch potato look it up it's very easy to find the statistics and the oh, bugger the computer's died i'll hold you paper um, a minute. Uh, look easy to find that out not a problem yeah so that so bear that in mind just try and remember that when you're uh, when you think that you are doing well because you've been to the gym and the other thing about that is that you'll you'll you you reward yourself for doing that you think oh well done i've gone to the gym so it doesn't matter if i have the donut or it doesn't matter if i have mm. the muffin or it doesn't matter if i have this biscuit biscuits over here i would say more than donuts and bear claws and yeah, so really, stuff, you know, one of the things that you, you need to do is, you, you, if you're going to go to the gym, is you need to walk right past the cafe. Yeah, there's a that, reason the cafe's there. Yeah. It's making a lot of money for the gym. Yeah. So, uh, so, what we're trying to say is that, that just that whole thing of that steady state cardio will catch up with you in your 40s and your 50s. Mm. So, that's, so, two strains there then. If you're after longevity... That's gonna that's gonna start to fail you in your forties and fifties, and already you like your your biological markers for aging are no better. Your overall mortality is no better than it would be if you know that you hadn't even bothered with the gym. So those are those that's are the two very points. Depressing. That, those are the two points to bear in mind. Yeah, because yeah, I always used to say people used to say, "Oh, you love your running." I don't think I could go. And I and I always used to say, "Oh, yes, but it's you know miles on the legs. It's miles in the bank. Nobody's ever going to take that away from me." And it and waste it's, of time. it's a waste of time. Yeah, great, well done. Except of course that with if you're not doing it on a treadmill and you're outside and you're in the sun and you're yeah, getting yeah, yeah. out, you know that that you get all the benefits yeah. of being outside. Yeah. But you can so, do that for the good walk, yeah, yeah, a brisk yeah. walk. Obviously, but we would so, suggest is, so, is the, yeah. So, lo- when it comes to longevity, the things to remember are that you are trying to maintain bone density and maintain muscle mass. And the reason that you are trying to do those two things is because your entire system, your cardiovascular system, um, your endocrine system, your, where do I see your, your immune your immune for everything is geared up around those two things being strong and if those two things are strong they send the signals to keep everything else strong yep massively important and 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 I'd like to pick up just on on you know in your muscle mass so the body being as clever as it is the heart is sized to the work that it that has to perform yeah exactly and if if you've if if your muscles are fading away, the size of your heart will get smaller. I know it seems quite incredible, but that that is apparently the way it works. You know, the the, the bigger your muscle mass, the you know the more you're using it, the more you're using everything, the bigger your yeah. heart will be because your body, clever as it is, as we say, you know, it will size its pump to suit what you know the work that's ahead of it. 
Yeah. And so it's massively important to keep keep your muscle mass. And and you know, let's, maybe we could just divert a little bit. So where would you see? You, I, know, I see you've got you've got hit hit with two eyes and H I R T hurt. I think that is. Yeah. You know where if you're in your fifties or sixties for me. Yeah. Where where you know where where would you see as the best? You know which is the the top one maybe there's oh a so top well it's one. going to be strength training isn't it you already knew that before you asked me but yeah i d- don't don't not strength train don't not do that <laughs> no so and, and and with the strength training you know i know the lads in there they'll be in there they'll be doing their deadlift which i i, I got boys. confused with the um the, the clean and snatch, jerk clean so like, snatch or whatever well, yeah. yeah yeah anyway so so they will just be lifting their 100 and th- i think up to 150 so, kilos now which is pretty so decent. i was reading somewhere that even in your 60s you should be able to lift your body weight because that is a survival instinct so you might have to carry your ah. so like everything so bearing in mind that everything i do is ancestral health they they reckon mm. that at any point you should have been able to Carry your, carry, carry your charm on. What you have to remember is that probably would have been under a, adrenal response mechanisms because mm. you would mm. have been, you know, it would have been fight or flight, but you should mm. be able to lift your own body weight. Normally that would probably be two kids or whatever it was to get away from danger, but yeah, you should be able to do that. Because I think, you know, these days, as we get older, we tell ourselves that we can't do things. Yeah. And, and, you know, people that I know my age, I despair. So. Well, you see, because you see people like, I don't know, we were out yesterday. It's a very fun, very fun morning picking our Christmas tree. Not going to get it yet, just so that we all clear on that one. But, you know, that's what we did. But you see people and they like, they can't put their wellies on. I mean, why you would need wellies. Anyway, that's by the by. But, you know, they, they, they're probably maybe your age, maybe slightly older than me, but I wouldn't have said they were a lot older. And they're like having to lean on the car and eventually sit in the seat because they can't, they can't, they can't put, balance they can't balance to put their weight and i'm thinking oh my goodness i can't you know the only reason i'm not sat on the floor to do that is because it's a muddy floor but otherwise I it think, wouldn't have, well i went in my boots anyway but you know what i mean you don't i think you're moaning a bit no no i'm just saying no yeah. i'm trying to highlight the point that we get yeah. older and we think we don't do these things mm. so we don't do these things mm. you know it's yeah. oh i'm old enough i don't need to bother but, I, you know, I can it doesn't sit matter down. i can sit yeah. down and nobody yeah. else yeah yeah so, so there so even things you know we would we always jump we jump as much as we can any well, excuse to jump, jump or do you just fall well, i fall with style no do you just fall okay i do jump <laughs> and and that's obviously to try and you know keep keep your bones a bit stronger because they're shocked yeah uh, like micro breaks yeah yeah um and and, and but your bones so the, so the other point but why i put strength above everything else is that your bones will uh, keep strong in order to support the muscles. So what, um, obviously the way that, that your muscles work, they're attached to your bones. Yep. And so if you've got weak bones that could snap under pressure of large muscles, that's, gonna, that, that's a system failure. Right. So, so your bones respond to strong muscles by keeping themselves strong. Very good. Yeah. Mm, okay. Happy with that. Mm, it's, it's, um, so, so let's digress a little bit, and this is a bit really, naughty, we have really. Been digressing quite have we? A lot. Anyway, so, on. so why is it these days that we've got so many hip replacements, knee replacements, everything else replacements? 
you know, I'm I, where I am, a lot of people at work or people, whatever, they've either them or their wives or whatever, every week there seems to be another hip replacement or knee replacement. What, why is that? Well, I think fundamentally that will be due to, to poor diet. Right. And then lack of, uh, lack of proper exercise. Right. Um, some of it, I mean, they're very rare, I would say, but some of it will be over-training in youth and maybe... Yeah, damage. Damage like long-term that, damage. that, that yeah. wouldn't have been there otherwise. Mm-hmm. Aggie, you're fine, don't worry. Okay. Well, it was just, it just seems to be another one of these sort of growing issues and, and uh, you know, just seems a shame, really. Maybe, yeah. Well, well, well there we go. So there's... It's just more of the same, is it? More diet, more good exercise, yeah. as we would say. You know, yeah. not, not, not chronic cardio. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we 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 seem to be, we we seem to very much have, have have come down on this this light cardio and a lot of strength training. Yeah. So when I say a lot, you can get away with two good sessions a week, and by good sessions, I don't mean an hour. If you want to do an hour, fine, but it doesn't have to be that. So you could do it. You could do the high intensity training with that, as long as you. What you're trying to do when you do a strength train is uh, engage all of your muscles in all of their different eccentric. Uh, iso- yeah. iso- oh, I've written it down because isometric. You know all of these things you're trying you're trying to trying to use your muscles you're trying to contract them lengthen them uh strengthen them so can you just use body weight yep so a very good Uh a a very good for body weight exercise uh, routine would be push-ups pull-ups squats plank fine so that so for instance the plank is the isometric one Mm-hmm. Uh, pull-ups pull-ups if you're doing them properly and you're um uh what do you call it like um controlling through both up, up and, and down yeah. you're getting isometric uh, uh eccentric and concentric right um uh, like so so okay so imagine a bicep curl so a bicep curl on the way up is concentric because you're contracting that way it works, yeah. That muscle, okay, yeah, yeah. eccentric, is when you're lengthening it. So if you're just going to go, you're going to do a, a bicep curl and, and then, then drop, drop your weights, them. you're only getting half the benefit. Mm. Well, I think we've known for a long time that when you're doing things like bicep curls, you need to control it up, you need to control, control it, it down. down, you need to control, you need to be holding yourself rigid so you've got your core muscles yeah. are, are all engaged. So do it against the wall if you think you're struggling with that. And, yeah. go, and go for I would always suggest, particularly if you're doing it for a short time, go for the 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 biggest weight you can get away with, and and if if that's only doing five bicep curls to failure, that's fine. Well, that you know, that's that's reiteration now. Where we're saying is it, or maybe not reiterating because maybe we've not mentioned it, but a lot of this you're looking to do it to failure. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, information or, or people out there now that are, you know, that are emphasizing this point. Whatever exercise you're doing, you need to do it to failure. So, so you yeah. could use a lower weight and do more reps, or you could use a higher weight. Yeah, they and both do... have different, they both have, they, they'll both have different effects over the long term. And if you're, you know, if you're somebody that, I, 
if you're somebody that doesn't want to do it in the first place, I would suggest higher higher weights, lower reps, because yeah, you get it done over quicker. first. Yeah, go faster. Yeah, yeah. And, and and but it's this to this to failure appears to have, be that's another where, mechanism. That's, that, that's where the hormetic stressors send all the right signals to to to. Do it and, properly, and and so in my relatively simplistic approach, that you're telling your body, "I want to be able to do this." Yeah. You're not strong enough, therefore go away and build yourself up so I can do it. Yeah. Is is it? I, I think it is along those lines, isn't it? Yeah. Only from what I've listened to and read and things. Yeah. So hormetic stress is the is the kind of the 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 good stress that you put on your body to keep it in peak thriving condition and, and those are messages to say you've not quite come up to my mark please can you you know please can you can you do something to be yeah. better yeah. really and and then it will get stronger or i think at the moment we are because we've got the new um uh, a sauna yeah. we are i say experimenting we probably are experimenting actually with our sort of heat control and the hermetic stresses we're getting from from that 15 yeah, so or 20 I've minutes of sauna already worked out that i can't do the steam yes that is not a good hormetic that's not hormetic no. stress that's just a make yourself ill stress whereas the the dry sauna the dry sauna seems, seems to have a different effect on fine. you doesn't yeah. it yeah and and i think i can already tell that my uh, my own personal sort of uh, hot and cold because I've never really liked the cold. I didn't. There's any secret of that one. No. Uh, much prefer you know hot sunny weather. But in the cold, I seem to be performing better, which which has quite surprised me. And that's only after three or four weeks, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I just don't seem to feel the cold quite the same, no. which is ironic as I've been getting hot. Yeah. But for some reason, it seems to have woken everything up in 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 the old heat control, and definitely, I, I feel indifferent with it. Most unusually, I went down to be park run, relatively cold morning, with just a t-shirt on, which I'd never have done before. Mm -hmm. So, so that was interesting. Uh, so, uh, how are we doing? Uh, do you think we've um, covered all the different well, bits so, and pieces? Well, I just I think we need to understand. So, so people like so here's my go-to guide for longevity, a routine for longevity. Um, don't overdo any cardio, ever. What, ever like chronic, or, or once a month cardio. when you decided you want to do the half marathon? Well, or once a six I think that's probably, that's probably, yeah. We're not talking about people that, we're talking about people that are probably not doing a lot at the moment. Okay. So you can, I well, you can come from both camps, I guess. Um, but we're people that used to do endurance stuff and have stopped. So mm -hmm. that's probably who I'm speaking to, I guess. But but you can start. At, this is a good place to start as well if you're not doing anything. So you need two or three good strength training a week, and that could be that could be as little as twelve minutes, mm -hmm. as long as you're high weights to failure. So you know, and you're getting all of those. You're getting the push and the pull is probably an easier way to describe it. So I don't know. Um, you could do uh, weighted squats. Yeah. Because then you're getting the push and the pull on all of your leg muscles. But then once you've done a few, they are not so easy. No. As they sound. You could, so that's that's. So you buy a kettlebell, would you, for that? Yeah. Okay. Or you'd have a kettlebell. Have a kettlebell. Oh, like I don't know if you. Big stone out of, the yeah, garden. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, Rose, what is uh, it? Rose is wagging her tail. Um. 
there we go. Uh, bicep curls to failure. Which you would need a, you know, like a small dumbbell. Yeah. So I, so at the moment I'm only on five k, and it sounds pretty pathetic, but that you know. Well, it's, hmm. um, I'm just trying to think. So pull-ups are really good for that as well, but you would need a a bar over your door frame. It's not. Yeah, so we used the bar in the door frame, which I don't think was expensive, no, and no. It does seem to have lasted yeah. pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just make sure you're getting all the push and the pull, um, two or three times a week. That's you're going to be your core core exercise, so, I would say. And then around that, for instance, if I'm not feeling very well, I will just do a proper Tabata hit. Now, you know, bearing in mind that we have completely lost what a hit means, and you should actually just be doing something all out for. 20 30 seconds maximum and then recovering and mm. actually it doesn't it, you know somebody was saying the other day that a six to one ratio of recovery is is like best so if you're doing 30 seconds or 20 seconds what's that in recovery mr math uh, 120 seconds which is two minutes yeah so two minutes in between um i don't i'd probably do if i'm doing a proper tabata i will do 20 seconds and then I get really, yeah, this is a trouble, you get bored in between. But I think if you can feel that you've recovered, if, that's fine. You're making fine. excuses though. No, I think that is fine if you can feel you recovered. And, and in, in those seven, those seven hit things, it will be like proper uh, knees up cardio, say uh, wall sit, which is the isometric stuff where you have to sit there um, and it hurts, um, tricep dips, well, anything you, I mean, people know these things. You make it, make up what you enjoy doing and just do it for 30 seconds all out. Yeah. And, and, and going back to the, you know, the thing of the recovery is, is, yeah. is we, we talked about sprints. But you're talking about a seven minute exercise program there. I mean, it's just, you know, do it. Seven minutes. Who hasn't got seven minutes? Going back to the sprinting that we Sorry. talked about before was, um, you know, if you sprint for more than maybe 15 seconds or tw certainly 20 seconds, you're, you're putting ammonia into your system. You, you are producing some, some, some nasty chemicals that, that really aren't going to do you any good. And, and, you know, survival wise, you know, that, that was a price you were prepared to pay to run away or to, you know, to go on again. But you don't want to be doing that regularly as yeah. part of your routine it's it's a bad practice yeah. and and so you know having long enough rests in between not sprinting for more than that that 10 or 15 seconds if you, if you're sprinting for 10 or 15 seconds flat out you're doing enough you are doing enough and the other thing is if you do that you get to maybe four and you know your performance has gone has even started with the to rest drop in away the stop yeah that's it stop yeah because yeah, you're no longer doing no. what you'd set out to do no and you're not doing yourself any favours. You've done your maximum. Mm. Um, so that's 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 it. And the other, so okay, so two or three strength exercises, maybe a a, a proper hit session, uh, a couple of times a week if you want to. I don't see why you wouldn't be like that. You should be able to do that seven minutes. Um, and and constant low level movement. That don't sit don't sit and so in order to kind of maximize on that one the the latest thing that we're all doing um in the ancestral spice as we like to call it is micro workouts 
But as usual, in true style, I was listening to a fantastic podcast the other day and we're overdoing the micro workouts now because we just can't help ourselves. So if you're doing micro workouts and your workouts are suffering because you're your micro workouts, they're not micro workouts, you're overdoing it. Um, and so a micro workout is just getting up and doing a bit of something. So 10 squats, uh, lifting a kettlebell. So at the moment I have got the kettlebell at the bottom of the steps. And so to pick up the kettlebell, heavy kettlebell, take it upstairs with you bring it back down again. And you're just you're just increasing the capacity of what you can do. Waiting for your coffee, do some squats. Your my my watch has told me it's time to stand. Do a pull up. For me it's only a pull up because I just can't do any more than that or do five for me push-ups because I know that won't in any way shape or form overdo it, but it will just keep everything flowing. Um so, and have these things strategic. We used to have the, the dumbbells that are... We made them out of some brake discs, yeah. Dumbbells outside, so every time I went to the recycling or whatever it was, I would do Pick one. Well, they've gone now, because um, the boys want them in their home gym, so that's not there anymore. But all of these things, just as you you're just ca add, casually add. walking past, yeah. just do it. Yeah. Um, and it all helps enormously so over the last few months we've been um uh, having a bit of a, a push-up challenge that is not a micro workout i keep telling oh, that's that definitely doing, not a doing micro 40 workout. push-ups is not a micro challenge no no and it's not supposed to be at all no it's, no but you did you yeah anyway sometimes yeah you know it, it, we will maybe we would do less i but but the whole th the interesting thing i was leading on to is sorry darling if you practice something the chances are you will get much better at it and i think the reason you get much better at it is because you have managed to persuade your body that you want a little bit more out of it you know for you know for us it was how many press-ups can you do and uh when it's the challenge of you know you're going to go one after the other and somebody's going to be best and somebody's going to be not so good then that's that that's challenge enough and so um I think Arthur at the moment is champion. He did his 50 fairly easily, I must admit. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's good and you can choose anything almost. And, and, you know, for all of us, we're now doing roughly twice as many press-ups as we used to do. Yeah. Uh, I will beat Arthur next time. He's taken my title. I think, I think you'll beat Arthur even if it kills you, which is exactly the opposite of what we've been trying to say <laughs> in this podcast, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm not going to do it every day or three times a week. It's a, it's a, it's a. It'll be another couple of months before we have a new challenge. I'm sure. Okay. So I'm hoping that I can, I can persuade me, me myself that I'm going to be able to do it. Okay. There is some technique Where in it. Where have you put I my believe. notes? Oh, I've got them. Right. Got so them. um, we, yes. You can tell we have changed our mind. Let's, let's, let's not, you know, if you'd asked us 10 years ago what you had to do, we would have yeah. been following some sort of daily... Yeah, So, but it does all come into their lifestyle thing. So, like, you know, DOMS is the classic example of, like, you've overdone it, rest. That's your body's way of, of saying it actually now has some serious repair to do. So just, just like with, you know, you have to recover. A recovery for longevity is more important than what you're doing, I would suggest. 
yep. if you're not recovering you still, properly in between. You still have to stress yourself. But it should be a hormetic ex- uh, stress rather than a yep. than a chronic stress. And 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 you just have to you know you have to be more aware. Read up on it. Look at it. You know, there's lots of information out there. Whether you know the the, the 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 lads are busy looking at all the different bodybuilders and their techniques and everything yeah. else. They're trying to follow. I think some of the carnivore ones because they're interested in that yeah. aspect of it. Or but it's, uh, I think that the, it's really interesting on the. So if you get it right, you will then go and and, and if you are an endurance nut, you will be able to do that. And that, like Dude Spelling always talks about when he used to do it, and they used to go. You know, the reward for doing the was it is it um, uh, ridge to ridge or something on the Grand Canyon. Um, uh, and then they would get pizza at the end. Oh, uh, as, as part of the prize. So it was what was it was really interesting because we watched England women's rugby last weekend and it was brilliant. It was they were fantastic, a fantastic game of rugby. But there were two things that I found really interesting was they were like they were talking about their they could have their ice cream or whatever it was it was because it was their golden hour after they'd trained which we we know is rubbish so you know that's this whole thing of like what you what all you're doing at that point is replacing the glycogen which can do it we, we, I'll come on to the why I'm telling you the story because you your body will do that without processed carbs or carbs of any nature if it needs to um, but the fact that they trained, they were like they trained for as long before the match as the match because yeah, we got know, there they, nice and early. Yeah, and they were all. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, that you can only. I'm guessing that you can actually only do that in your early twenties because they were. It was impressive stuff, and mm. they were not tired. I would say, compared to no. New Zealand, they were not tired at all, even after the hour. You know, no, they were very, very good. But uh, so my point is that he would he would do this these endurance efforts and then eat the pizza or whatever it was and one day they would they they were like they were clinging on to get to their pizza and their ice cream parlor uh, after doing however many miles it was and there was a they met a chap on who who'd already finished he was sat in the car and he had a bag of what was it oh it was a a bag of apricots and a bag of i want to say nuts but i don't think it was um, it might or something? No, it was it. Was, and he and they said, "Oh, you come into the pizza, he's a pizza parlor with us then." And he went, "No, I'm fine, thanks." And they were like, "What? Hey?" Eh? So it made him think about this, and he thought about it, thought about it, and he did an endurance thing, and he thought, "Right, I'm going to try this. I'm going to become a fat burner. I'm going to try the endurance." And so he did the same thing. And when they were all going to get their pizzas, he just went to bed. And he didn't eat anything then until he woke up and then he had like a, a carnivore-ish meal and he was absolutely fine. He, was, he recovered. He'd never recovered so fast mm. or like better mm. because you want your body to go through those those processes and this this whole thing around sleep and recovering properly is far more important than carb loading. Carb loading, you're just putting more stress, stress on your body. On your body. You know, yeah. you, you think about it, all your organs, yeah. your lungs, your liver, your kidneys, they're all trying to process that enormous stress your body's just been under. And then you're going to throw in a load of processed carbs that is going to put so much stress on your liver to process. Um, and in fact, if you just go to sleep, your body will go through, you know, then your liver can do that beautiful gluconeogenesis because that's what it's designed to do. Replace your glycogen stores that way, 
uh, um, and let itself recover. So he's obviously after that experience was a complete convert and yeah. hasn't gone back. Um, yeah. And I would say that we have discovered that really importantly also is electrolyte balance when you're doing any of this and just in daily life as well. So make sure your electrolytes, particularly potassium, magnesium, sodium, are in the right balance in your body. Don't just think that you can drink a pint of water and you're uh, rehydrated because that's not how. Well, your maybe body you works, are rehydrated, but, but it's not, not, that won't be the whole story. Yeah, um, yeah. and you know if you, it, it, don't. It's a, this is a really hard thing to say, but don't exercise for weight loss. It won't work in the long run. You are you can never outrun a bad diet. You can never out strength train a bad diet. You know you can never. Okay, that's probably wrong. You can never chronic cardio your way out of a bad diet. It will catch up with you. Um, and and the classic example of that is the belly fat. It will you know that a it will either not go and people call it a plateau and it's like no you're not plateauing you're just not. You're just not it's metabolically very unfortunate, healthy, isn't it? Very unfortunate. You're just yeah. not metabolically yeah. healthy, um, yeah. and uh, you will start to gain the weight again because your body will keep up because that's you know that's it, it's constantly fighting to stay alive. Just as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as well. But people, will, people in the medical profession will tell you it is very hard to die. <laughs> yeah. But you can be chronically ill along the way. That's the trouble. And for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, so, so my strength train two or three times a week. Walk uh, as much as you possibly can. Constant low level movement. Recover properly. Get adequate sleep. Get outside as much as you possibly can. And and that should that that you know that uh, do do your efforts that you enjoy. And that is your uh, exercise for longevity, I would suggest. And uh, and as I said at the beginning, that is keeping you healthy and fit. Yep. Happy good. With that? Yeah, very good. So um, uh, I don't think we've got anything else to add to that. And we are, you know, we're still dedicated to remaining healthy. A good healthy long life is is what we're we're aiming at and i think that's that's the general tenor of everything we say isn't it yeah we're we're hopefully headed for that uh, for those extra years and and i think that that's what we're talking about is extra healthy years of good life mm. it's a it's a very worthwhile goal i would suggest live long drop dead that's the way okay all right there we are. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.